Hello and welcome to the Shump Cast. I'm Tony Shump, Ralph Now Dillon. And I'm the Mega Jesus. Hello, 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 hello. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Okay. You have to get sorry. that out there. You have to get that out there. I know. I know. But you sorry. always say that you can't. No, my voice is gonna... hoarse. I'm, I've got a hoarse yeah. voice. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you, I'm, I'm hello, always saying, I'm you know, Mr. Red. That, yeah, you're yelling yeah. and screaming then. No, complain about it. No, I was and, singing and before. It's like you do it on purpose, you know what I mean? I do do it on purpose. Who have so, we got on the show today? Oh, I think we've got uh, it's Alan, Alan Briggs. Alan Briggs, yes. Yeah, comedian yes. from uh, New South Wales. Where We're twins. Me and Alan Briggs are twins because she's got twin boys and I've got twin girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's a twin. <laughs> and she's from New South Wales, is she? Mullumbimby. She lives in Mullumbimby. A friend of mine's gone up to live in Mullumbimby wow, too. Wow. Jasper nice, and his mum. Nice. Yes, Rebecca. Mm, yeah, her, so she's, uh, she's going to be our guest on number 43 episode of yeah, Podcast. 43 already. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Just a bit of a concern about, uh, you know, uh, my family there. Just, uh, What's going on with well, your family? Well, Hurry my, up, my, I want to get my, her on the show. My, my, my daughter said to me, Dad, 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 she's a bit concerned. She goes, I'm a bit weird, a bit strange, you know. She said to me, you are a bit strange. Yeah, you yeah. are a bit weird, yes. <laughs> she goes, have you ever been uh, checked for anything? I said, check, check for what? what? I don't know. She goes, like... Uh, you know, ADHD. Oh, or, yeah, you know, yeah. I've got something about that too. Anyways, I said, well, no, I haven't. She goes, well, you should get checked. She's really... So she kept on pounding yeah, and handing yeah, for days yeah, and days and yeah, days. Yeah, So anyway, so I went to see Dr. How Long. Dr. Yep, yeah, yep. Well, Everyone goes and sees Oh, yeah, well, it's a physical there. Look, your wife said, no, no, no. I'm yeah, there yeah. to get checked, long, you know. How long, All right. My wife's a bit concerned about me, uh, you know, about me having something like some sort of um, yeah. ADHD. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went and got tested, did all the tests and all that, came back two days later, and I walked in and he had a bit of a smile, Dr. Alon. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's right always smile. And he goes, smile. Uh, Tony, you've been diagnosed with HDMI. HDMI? Yes, I thought you said ADHD. Well, he said HDMI. So anyway, so... Right. Anyway, so I come home and I, yeah. <laughs> and my daughter goes, Dad, what, what was the results? What were the results? I said, yeah, the doctor, how long said I've been diagnosed with HDMI? Shit, what's and that? she goes, I never heard of that before. I said, well, you better Google it. I she Googled it. Well, she Googled it. <laughs> what, is it? what is it? Well, it's a cable. It's a what? It's a TV cable. You know, oh, my hate. God. You got your bloody dad jokes. So I thought you were serious. <laughs> because I was just talking about that the other day, too, with a, with a girlfriend of mine. And, yeah. um, she, and I was saying to her, mate, you know those cookies that we get? You know those, oh, yeah, those yeah, cookies yeah. that put you to yeah. sleep? Yeah. Well, they put all my friends to sleep except for me. So they must have the adverse effect. Oh, really? Because I eat them and I don't fall asleep. So I must have had ADHD as a kid, but I never got diagnosed. Cause, oh, okay. Because dope's supposed to put you to sleep, isn't it? But oh, with correct. dope, with me, like those cookies, they make me go like, like the quick. Anyway, you're anyway, making, yeah, you're making, you're making, you're making me sleepy. You're making me sleepy. Oh, so. Mate, you so, started it with the ADHD. <laughs> well, HDMI, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. So coming up after the break, Ellen Briggs! Hello and welcome. Would you please welcome Alan Briggs to the show? Hey, Alan. Well, you got to ask her a question. Well, we actually, finally, it's, it's, it's been a, a few delays here. Yes, uh, it's been uh, a getting while. on the show, there, Alan, because we had the uh, um, being done with the COVID, and you had some some cruise or something. Or had, yeah, what's the question? What's the question? Yeah, yeah, the cruise or something. So, but anyway, we finally finally got the uh, got you on the show. Are you happy to be on? I'm so happy to be on. I thought it would never happen. Oh, my God. It's not a question. Are you happy to be on? What's she going to say? No. No, no. <laughs> give her a proper one. Come on. Yeah, give her a proper question. Now, oh, now, no. 
we all, we always you know asked the, the uh, where where we all started and that sort of thing. But you start on the um uh, you're Raw. a finalist in the uh, Royal Comedy Competition 2007. Is that I right? Was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I just um, well, actually, how I started was I was writing a book. And I wanted it to kind of be a bit funnier. And there's a woman who lives in my area who's now my business partner called Mandy Nolan. You would have heard of her. She's a fabulous comedian, among other things. Mm -hmm. And she ran these comedy courses. And I just contacted her and said, look, would that course help with my writing of this book? And she went, yeah, yeah, but you have to do stand-up at the end of it. And I was going, oh, but I'm not going to do that. And she kind of bullied me into it. And I did it and really loved it. And I think my Raw final was maybe, you know, my fifth or sixth gig. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So you just got up and did, like, stand-up, like, just like that? After yeah. That. Oh, my God, because Tony, he, he always wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but he hasn't got the guts to get up. Oh, so can you just tell him what, what it takes? <laughs> no, I'm fair I'm fair It's true. You know, I think, I think the key is... Yeah. I think, and I honestly do believe this, this is not even funny. I think the key is if you have real faith in your material, that's going to come through oh, on yeah. stage. Nah, nah. You become it. believable. Forget if you actually it. are on stage and you believe that what you are saying yeah. is funny, um, people are going to get that, you know? You said what, your first time you believed that you had funny material and you just got up and thought, stuff oh, it? No. I mean, I, I knew that it was okay because Mandy had helped me write it. Mm, okay. And then she does these shows and they're called The Virgin Sacrifice. So everybody mm. who did the course yeah. gets up and does the show to a live audience. And, it, you know, it's terrifying. I mean, I didn't eat for three days. I wish that could happen now. <laughs> now, now you know, now I'm chowing down on, you know, 10 minutes before I go on stage. Um, <laughs> so so it, it, we got up and it was fun. And she said to me, oh, you've... You know, you've got something. You, you've got a, you've kind of got the X factor. You know, come along and do another, do that five minutes again in a less warm environment because that environment is particularly warm because it's just all friends and oh, people okay. really succeed. Yeah. And, you know, there might be 200 people there, but they're all, they all want to have a good night and yeah. so there's no heckling or anything. So then when you go to an open mic night, it's a different story, but I still enjoyed it, you know. So I just kind of popped into a few open mics and then she said to me, oh, you know, just go in the raw comedy competition. It's just another chance to get up. And I actually had had, that day, my kids had had, had a drama at school. And I went to the show and I said, look, I'm just going to do my spot and then leave because I've just had this horrible day with, you know, with my kids and one of their teachers. And so I did the show and I left mm. and I didn't even know that I had won it. Oh my God! But... So, so you, actually, you actually won the competition. Yeah. Well, that's won what you said. Heat. That was the first heat, and then I went to Queensland yeah. and I won the state final, and that was in Brisbane. And then I was flown down to Melbourne for the grand final. So that was in front of like two thousand mm. people. Oh my <laughs> God! You legend! Wow. It was insane. Yeah, I didn't win that one though. That's pretty good effort. Very yeah, good that's effort. A great I mean, effort. you know, after six games and doing that, that that's um. Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, Alan, can I just ask you quickly? We'll, we'll just we'll just go on this for one sec because I know you've been married for twenty two years and your husband Alex, right? Yeah. But, but did he used to be a mechanic for Valentino Rossi and Mick Doohan? Yeah, that's him. Oh my God, he's a legend! How did you get him? I know. How did I get him? I tricked him. I trapped oh, him. Okay. Now, because you went to school with him, didn't you? 
We went, you know what, we did go to the same school, but we weren't in the same year. Yeah. I was a year ahead of him, so I would have never given him the time of Great day. snatcher. So I was yeah. a school girl. Um, we met after school. So we met when when we were about 23, okay. 24. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had just started his first year in my GP, so he had been working. His first year was with Daryl Beattie. Yeah. And he was back in the sort of summer break. Yeah. And I met him at a party there. Oh. And then he went to work with Mick Doohan. And you... I just thought I'd never see him again. I was like, oh, well, that was kind of fun while it lasted. Ah. And, and, yeah, he called me while he was overseas. And the rest is history, as they say. Hey, did you meet Valentino Rossi or Mick Doohan? Yeah, lots of times. Oh, my we God! Up, yeah, we lived over in... in um, in Europe for a year when our kids were quite young because yeah. we kind of thought that would be a bit easier because Alex missed, you know, he wasn't he wasn't home a lot, obviously. Yeah. He was yeah. away for sort of yeah. eight months of the year yeah. on and off. Yeah. And so we kind of went, okay, let's go and live over there and see if that's kind of easier. And it probably, it was probably a bit better for Alex but a lot harder for me because we lived in Belgium. That was when he worked for Honda and their headquarters were there. And you and were pregnant I'm, with twins. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't speak Flemish. <laughs> no, but so I mean, you were pregnant over there. Own. Were you pregnant over there with the twins? No, I had them, and then we moved over there. Oh, okay. So they were two when we moved over there. Yeah. yeah. No, because I've got I've got two sets of twins, but my my youngest sets of twins were nine weeks pram or nine or ten. I we still aren't debated. It's either nine or ten, but it says that your 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 twins were nine weeks premies too. Were and they I were. Always, I always say to my girls, you had no ass when you were born, just a little asterisk. They were tiny little rats. And now they're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. How old are yours? How old are your twins? My oldest twins, who are identical, that's one placenta, they're 37. And my youngest twins are 22, born in the year 2000. They were the premies. They're the same as mine. Oh, so 22 the same? Yeah. Me and yeah. you are twins, aren't we? Oh, we've got to clap that. See? Oh, come on. I told you we had something in common, didn't I? Oh, wow. We should marry them off, and they can be those, like, those yes. freaky twin people that marry other freaky twin people. Oh, yeah. What are yours called? They're, they're, ours are identical boys. They're yeah. um, Eden and Jared. So mine are Ava and Mia. Ooh, we'll tee them up. Mine are singers, okay. too. They're, they're, they're very good singers, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so oh, that's great. That's great. Now, now, Alan, you also won the national foxtail competition. Is that right? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, this is all the time. This is bringing back memories. Yeah. Mm. Now, how did I? I don't even remember how that came about. I think you had to send in like a clip of your of your comedy or something. And mm. I think Alex actually told me to do it. He could, you know, he might as well go in it. So, I, yeah, I went in it and I remember I, they flew me down to Sydney to the Foxtel Studios and um, Cam Knight was the host of the show. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Oakes. Do you know Brad Oakes? Oh, Brad Oakes, he's a, he's a very, yeah, yeah, he's a, he looks like a bikey. Laurie Oakes' brother, the journalist. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> He's a comedian from Melbourne. I know, I know. I met him once. I met him once. He was in the show and Lawrence Moody was in the show. Oh, yes, Lawrence Moody. And I did my little bit and, yeah, it was on Telly and everything. God, that was ages ago. So that was a bit after 2007? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been after Raw, I'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been on Comedy Channel. That's right, yeah. Yeah, when they used to have the live comedy on there. I don't think they have that show anymore
hosted it for ages, didn't he? Yeah, he was nah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, the, the, the comedy yeah. channel no longer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Alan, can I just ask, what's what's a gutter comedian? Because you said you're not you're not a gutter comedian. What's a gutter comedian? When did I say that? I'm not a gutter comedian. I have no idea. I don't think I did say that. Yes, he did. I, I'm just the Werribee Whisperer gave me all this um, info on you. Not a gutter comedian. Not a gutter comedian. Uh, maybe someone said that about you. Because you're a hardcore female comedian, people have a prejudged perception. Is that right? Did you say that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean prejudged perception? Like, what are you supposed to be like if you're hardcore? Well, I, you know, I'll, I mean, this is a lot of a lot of the time when I do shows, people yeah. come up at the end and they're like, oh, I don't normally like female comedians. You know, oh, they're not really? normally <laughs> funny. But you, you're really funny. You just talk about normal stuff. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. I don't really know what that means. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, well, but, yeah. we interviewed Tanya Lacey a couple of weeks well, ago. We interviewed Tanya Lacey a couple of weeks ago. We're going to go and see her on Saturday. We're very excited. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think there is still that preconception of, you know, women aren't funny, which is ridiculous. Yeah. If you think that, you're an idiot if you're listening. Who, well, who was, who was your inspiration? Like, who, who did you want to be like? I don't think you can go into comedy and want to be like anyone because you have to be yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just imitating someone and it's never going to fly. Yeah. It goes back to what I was saying at the start. You have to be believable and you have to be mm. authentically you, who you choose to be on yeah. stage. I think you can be inspired by people yeah. and I certainly, I loved Joan Rivers. Oh, well, yes, yeah, yeah, Joan yeah, Rivers, yeah. yeah. Who else? Incredible and fearless. Absolutely fearless. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah. I, as a teenager, I reckoned I watched the Eddie Murphy specials probably 20 times each. Delirious. Oh, wow. You know, that sort of... I loved that sort of shocking comedy. The yeah. story and the shocking comedy. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I like all sorts of different comedy. I mean, there's a guy There's a guy called David Eastgate. Yeah. You know of him? He's, a, mm. he's an Australian comedian who does... He does musical comedy. Yeah. And... He makes me laugh harder than anyone I've ever seen. Another guy who does musical comedy is Mick Meredith. Yeah. Unbelievably I've funny. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harley Breen from Melbourne. He's probably one of my one of my favourite comedians. He's a real storyteller and he's, um, you know, he's rough and he's rude and he's, you know, I love yeah, it. Yeah. But I think, I think kind of, I think if a joke is written really well and if it's, Delivered really well, yeah. then that's great comedy. You yeah. know, you can like you can like anyone, but yeah, certainly certainly as a young person, Joan Rivers and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And you wonder if someone like Joan Rivers or someone like Eddie Murphy started now, how far would they go? I wonder. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, Eddie Murphy, he was pretty. He, you know, if you watch it now, it's pretty sort of sexist yeah. stuff. You know, oh, what? oh yeah, and yeah. And, and and he was sort of putting it on gaze too, wasn't he, really? Was that oh, yeah. seriously and all that sort pretty of stuff? Yeah. He's pretty awful. Yeah, but but he's, his his delivery and his writing was, you know, second to none, yeah. really. Well, is there anything that you, is off limits to you? Like, is there any sort of subjects that are taboo for you? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, all of my, all of my stuff, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't tell any sort of private Story on stage about my family or 
friends or, you know, Unless something. Unless they're I mean, really I'm, funny. I might tell a little bit of it. If it's funny enough, yeah, I might tell a yeah, little bit of yeah, it and yeah. change up a lot of details. But that would be my taboo. I, I would hate to have somebody in the audience um, feel uncomfortable because of something I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I would hate to be talking about something that might trigger something in them and make them uncomfortable. I really just, I'm not on stage to, to give anybody a political opinion or yeah, yeah, a yeah. social opinion. I just, I my, my aim on stage is to just make people laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Yeah. You must be doing a great job of that because, I mean, you're in work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. look, I've been, it's been, you know, 15 years now, 14 or 15 years yeah. now, and... I mean, we had some lean times over COVID, but yeah. I have a... So the woman I spoke about, Mandy Nolan, we mm-hmm. started up a partnership about five years ago where we decided to tour a show called Women Like Us. Yeah. And we we go out to mostly regional centres. I mean, we, we certainly do the cities and we've done all the festivals and got five-star reviews and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, that, yeah. we go out into regional centres and we also, as part of that, we really wanted to use that show and our voice to um, perhaps raise money in areas where they needed, you know. So, so, for an example, we went to one place, we were just doing a show there, and I went up there to do some PR beforehand. It was about a two-hour drive from home and I just read the local paper and there was a grandmother who had just recently become the sole carer for five grandchildren. So I don't know the backstory, but yeah. it's obviously pretty horrible mm. if you're ending up with five grandchildren. Yeah. And she she didn't have a car big enough for them. She just had a regular sedan, so she could only fit four of the kids in. Yeah. And she was talking about how hard that is. And I said to Mandy, we're going to try and raise some money for this woman so she can mm. get a car that she can drive the five kids in. And so... We ended up donating a huge portion of our ticket price to her and she was able to buy like a, you know, Tarago or whatever. Oh, and you're um, wow. you're the kind best. of started yeah. from there. Like we just went, you know what, we can we, we can still make a living out of it yeah. and actually affect some change in these small places. You're never going to hear a story like that on the news. No. You know what I mean? This yeah. is before GoFundMe pages and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's been really great. We do lots of drought relief work out in Western New South Wales yeah. and... You know, more recently, flood relief work. Yeah. One or the other in this country. You know, you know, there's always going to be someone who needs something. So that's been really, that's well, been really rewarding. Ellen, and can we I just jump in there because you delivered care packs and stuff for, for flood victims in Wilborough, <laughs> Wilborough's and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a yeah, bloody legend, fun. mate. Well done. Oh, that that was really good fun. So I had some girlfriends um, from interstate who, you know, are beauticians, and they had all these products and. Yeah. It's kind of the last thing you would think that people would need, but honestly, to to have to lose everything and then to have some really nice things that you can kind of pamper yourself with can make a huge difference. And so, yeah, my girlfriend and I popped them into wheelbarrows, and we took our dogs, and we we spent the whole day chatting to people, and you know, the dogs would run into people's houses and cheer them up, and look, all of that stuff. I think if people never ever do anything for other people, they're kind of missing out on this amazing yeah. feeling that you get when you do it. Well, can I just you know? jump in there again, Ellen, because you are yeah. an animal lover as well and you've got a dog called um, Stanley Briggs who, who yeah. loves Christmas Christmas carols. How does he love Christmas carols? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you sing in Christmas carols? What do you... 
He will just sing on cue. So if I brought him, I mean, if I could find him now and brought him in here, he would just sing. Oh, 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 oh. like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's his favourite? His favourite Christmas carol? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably, it'd probably be... um. It'd probably be Deck the Halls, I reckon, because that's the one you hear the most. Oh, my God! And what, has he got, like, because you said, what, in Christmas carols, so he's got a favourite song as well, has he? he you know, he any song that has, um, like, a violin or a harmonica, he Oh, my God, all. he must love Bob Dylan. And he the, does love Bob Dylan. It's funny. Let's go back to your the, the show, yeah, Women Like Us there. You toured, you toured all around Australia with that show. What, what's actually the show about? Well, it's, it's just us doing stand-up. So it's, a, it's just a double feature show. Mm-hmm. So I, I do the first, this, like I do about 45 minutes, then we have a break and then Mandy does 45 minutes. Oh, wow. So it's not, it's not really um, like a festival show as in that it has a theme or anything, but we yeah. certainly, we probably would... Do material in that which is more geared toward, towards women, although the show's always open for everybody. Yeah. Um, we definitely, with a name like Women Like Us, we're yeah. going to get probably, we probably get 70% women, 30% men. Yeah. And there's two types of men that come to the show. There's the ones who get it and they go, oh, yeah, comedy's comedy. It doesn't matter if yeah. it's a woman or a man. And then there's the dudes who are terrified and they're sitting there with their arms folded like, what is this? What is happening? They're going to be man-haters, you oh. know. Oh, my God. They're always pleasantly surprised. They always have a good time. Well, and in 2018, you released a book, Women Like Us, and it was a, a reprint in the first week. What? Yeah. Oh, that's ah. amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well done. Yeah, that was really fun. The book I started writing that I started telling you about at the beginning when we were chatting, I never finished that one. What was that? This one one was good. You know, it was mostly funny, but we also also kind of talked. So we both both wrote separate sort of chapters, you know. So we'd both write a chapter on, on say, you know, parenting or we'd write a chapter on Mm -hmm. marriage and we'd write a chapter on love, whatever. Yeah, Um, yeah, Yeah. And... And then we both had chapters on, you know, at that point in my life, I was um, going through the, like, the death of my mother. Yeah. And she was she was very sick for a long time and she had lots of stuff in her, you know, in her past that I found out about before she died. And so it was quite, it was quite a sort of traumatic experience. But a lot of, a lot of women my age would have been going through that, you know, having yeah. ageing parents. Yeah. And Mandy was going through... Um, a really hard time with her daughter who was about 20 years old and who had some pretty serious mental health problems. So we wrote about that as well. And funnily enough, for a book that was kind of, you know, marketed as a comedy book because it was written by two comedians, those were the two chapters that got us, people wanted to talk about that sort of stuff the most. Because it's real, right? That's that's that we we all go through. And it's kind of that... That stuff that we don't often want to talk about, but when you do talk about it, it can be, you know, it can be quite helpful. Well, that's Absolutely. what I was going to say. You're helping a lot of people by by bringing all that sort of stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. just acknowledging that you know you can have this. You know, we can be on stage and we can be doing all the funny stuff and looking like our life's just a bucket of laughs. But look yeah. what's going on yeah. at home. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. we're just we're just and we're just like you, women like us. Yeah. See. Yeah. 
Hey, can you still get the book? Is it available? Um, where can people buy the book? She was on on the helicopter. What? No, Julie. Julie Bishop was the. She was the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking of Bronwyn Bishop. Yeah. Bishop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Bishop. Yeah. We had a we had a Barnaby Joyce. He was a real dickhead. He. Yeah. Barnaby Joyce. Yeah. So, but my our reason for making them politicians' names was that it's it's never. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to send them off to market when you've called them after politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody, nobody likes politicians. Hey, and you've got a walking club, right, where you where you walk with your pants inside out. Is that true? You, with you, you and your dog and your friends? And we walk with our pants inside out? Look, look, it says that. Likes Bad Out of Hell, the album, Meatloaf, and then it says, goes walking with dogs. And friends with pants inside out. So did he get that wrong? Because we've got a researcher. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Is that true or not? I think that's wrong. I think you know what I might have done one time. He might have looked at my. He might have looked at my Twitter feed or something. And I did go. I did put my pants on inside out. Well, oh, go. well, there you go. And were you walking your dog? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, There's not a whole bunch of yeah. weirdos. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he, he's written it out here like you've got a club that they go out bloody walking dogs with your pants inside out. Yeah. Well, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? But kind of fun. Maybe yeah, start yeah one. No, we might start one. Yeah. That's hey, good. We might start one too. Hey, you live in Mullumbindi. <laughs> yeah, In northern New South Wales. Oh, wow. Because oh, I've got friends up there. Like, is it, is it really... um? Is it small? Do you know everybody up there? Well, I know a lot of people. Who are they? Well, there's a Simon and Rebecca, and with their son Jasper, and a little, and a little, and his little brother, but I forget his name. And they've just gone up from Victoria to go up and live up there. So I'll send them a cheerio. <laughs> cheerio, Simon, Rebecca, and Jasper. Hello, 
almost time to Rebecca and Jasper. I haven't met them yet, but I'm sure I will. I'll get around to everybody eventually. Yeah. Um, we've had a we've had a big influx up here in the last probably five years, but definitely in the last two years, lots of people wanted to get out of cities for yeah. obvious oh, reasons. Yeah. Get out of Victoria. And so our place is just um, is bursting with new people. So it used to be that you could kind of just walk down the street and you would know everybody, mm. but um, no, not anymore. Okay. There's lots of fancy cars and fancy people here now. So when when the uh, COVID, <laughs> when the COVID come, Alan, you uh, uh, you uh, were looking at giving it away, is that right? And you ended up what did you do at COVID? <laughs> yeah, you ended up applying for a job at a local store. What happened there? Oh yeah, I did. I went for a job. I thought for sure I would, uh, you know, like I was like, this is it. I had this vision. It was the job at the um, local linen house, which is the place which sells linen, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And they needed someone part time. And I, I, you know, when you when you go for something like that, like you fantasise. I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I can take Stanley the dog. He'll yeah. be in the shop. Everyone will love him. You know, Sing he'll be sitting Christmas on the carols. Like model dog. And this is going to be fantastic. And I didn't get the job. I didn't even get an interview. What? <laughs> didn't they know <laughs> who you were? Well, yeah, they did. That might have been the problem. Oh, um, turns, out that, turns out that comedy kind of rendered me unemployable to do oh. anything else. <laughs> oh. Why? I don't know. I don't, they didn't say why, but I did actually end up going back. I used to I used to work in town planning. I wasn't a town planner, but I did all their kind of legal reports and stuff for council yeah. years ago, you know, yeah. sort of yeah. 20 years ago. And I've ended up going back to that, and I did it. To, I was doing it two days a week, and I'm still doing it because I actually I realise I really enjoy it again. Mm. And it can work perfectly with my comedy because it's Mondays mm. and Tuesdays. My mm. comedy is, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. Um, so it's perfect. Yeah, I love it. I love, you know, it's like it uses a totally different part of your brain. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm going to keep on doing that. Mm. Even though comedy has sort of come back now, which is great. What's, what's, what's um, wrenchracer.com.au? You're a co-owner. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's Alex's company. So oh. he, he started up a line, I can't even remember how long ago now, probably getting close to... We're getting close to ten years, really. Mm. That in the moto in the moto racing industry, there was no there was nobody representing the actual mechanics. You know, everything yeah. you could buy was for a rider or a driver, for example. So you can buy heaps of Valentino Rossi merch. You can buy heaps of, say, Lewis Hamilton merch, yeah. but you can't buy anything that represents all those people behind the scenes. Yeah. And so he set up this wrench racer. And so it's, it's clothing and, um, you know, kind of accessories and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we've, we had a lot of fun with wrench racer. And now he's, because he's retired from that job now, he's not doing it anymore. Yeah. And now he's, he's mad keen on golf. So we have a wrench racer golf division where he <laughs> actually tunes up people's golf clubs now instead of their motorbikes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And he gets to play golf all the time too. Exactly. Yes. He's, living his, he's living his dream. He's a smart man. Hey, we're, yeah. we're going to wrap it up, but I want to, I want to, how do you describe yourself? I've got here, can I, can I read it out? What, how you describe yeah, do. yourself? Here it says, hilarious, fearless, generous, admirable, and dangerous driver. Is that true? You're a dangerous driver. <laughs> What's going on there? Um, Yes, yeah. I would say I would say all of those. I wouldn't say fearless, but someone's obviously said that about me 
you know, when I've been on stage, they well, probably well, have I been... said that about you because you you went up your first night and you bloody did a stand up, so you must be fearless. Yeah. Anyone that can do that must be fearless. Well, keep going. I kind of I kind of look at I you know I look at stand up. I don't you know because people go oh, it must be the hardest job in the world, and I go it's really not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the worst thing that can happen? Nobody laughs or you get booed off stage. Well, life goes on, right? <laughs> um, so I think probably I've just got it in perspective rather than being fearless because there's, there's a few things I'm scared of. Um, dangerous driver, yeah, I, pro- I probably am a little bit too dangerous. And, yes, I am very generous. I'm proud of how generous I am. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's, that's a good quality in people. Well, you so bring nice that someone described me as that. Well, you bring home strays and you're an animal lover, so mate, anyone that loves animals and brings home strays like that and got cows and everything is a friend of ours, I'm telling you. Oh, hey, I love that. Hey, <laughs> hey, you got a farm, right? Did you say that you wanted like a, a, like Noah's Ark? You wanted a, a, every different sort of animal on your farm? I would, you know, I would have that if Alex didn't stop me. I'm always saying to him, oh, look, there's a goat, let's, you know, let's get a goat. Oh, there's a donkey. Oh, there's a horse that needs yeah. a home, you know. Yeah. He just goes, no, 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 no. Because we've got a couple of llamas in, in our backyard and they just spit at us all the time. Plus the council told us they want us to move it. So can we send them up your oh, way? Oh, really? Yeah, oh, we love it. They're amazing animals. They fall in one spot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they're the best. We, we can put them on a drone there. We can send them up. Yeah, we can send them up to you. Now, <laughs> now, Alan, you've done a few tours there with uh, uh, Ari Barker and Gordon Southern. Arj Barker. Arj Barker, did you? Yeah, well, I was actually just on tour with him about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that was Arj one of the Barker. reasons we couldn't do our... That was one of the reasons we do our podcast. Yeah, he's a really good mate of mine. I love Arj. Oh, my God. And, yeah, so I, I like touring with him. And, yes, he and myself and Gordon Southern did a tour in Asia a few years ago. Oh, that yeah. was fun. And, um, yeah, I've done – look, I really – I actually enjoy um, doing the support spots for big names. You know, like I've done quite a few – done quite a few of those because it's a real challenge to yeah. get – you know what it's like when you go and see a band yeah, and the yeah, support yeah. act comes on and everyone's like, oh, we're going to yeah. drink while they're yeah. on. Um, it's a bit like that in comedy. It's a bit harder because they can't just walk out. But when you get somebody else's audience – to, yeah. to really dig you and laugh at you, yeah. that's really great because yeah. it means you can kind of cross over into... Like, Archer's audience isn't my general audience, say, for women like us. You know, yeah. it's, mu- yeah. it's, it's they're much younger yeah. and many more men. And so, yeah, when I get an audience like that, it's great. And when a, when a big name trusts you to put you on their stage, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. that's a real honour, you know? Who besides Arch Barker have you, have you um, yeah, supported open for? Uh, I did a big fundraising show the other night with um, Kitty Flanagan, Tom oh, Lees, and yeah, yeah, love them. Yeah, they're all great. I have done lots of stuff with Troy Kinney. Do you know Troy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kinney, he's, he's on the telly. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's from Melbourne as well. Yeah. And I used to come down to Melbourne all the time and MC at the um, at the Athenaeum Theatre. Okay. There, when that had the, when they had the comedy thing there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're, I've worked with lots of people. I really, yeah, I enjoy it. Akmal, I do lots of work with Akmal because he lives up here. Okay. So, up. Yeah, you, you know a few of them. What about Carl Barron? Look at me dropping names. No, no not Carl no. Barron. He's think, my favourite. I don't think he uses support acts. No. What he just goes up and just talks by himself. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. 
So we've got to wrap it up, Alan, but just finally, what, what's coming up for, uh, for the rest of the year for Alan Briggs? So a few more, um, there'll be a few more Women Like Us shows, so people could have a look on our Women Like Us website. We're just starting to book some more of those now, now that the election's over and I've got Mandy back. Yeah. Um, we're back to cruising. I was on a cruise last week doing wow. comedy on we're a cruise. We're stand so up on a cruise. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great fun. You kind of do, you know, a couple of hours work and have three days away and, yeah, it's great. It is it is slightly weird because you end up kind of living with your audience. What, on so the spirit of Tasmania? No, I just do, I just do the, the, the comedy crew. The spirit of Tasmania would be a cracker. Cause oh, it's awesome. off, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just, just normal, regular comedy stuff. I'll be down in Melbourne. I'll well, be down in Melbourne in a little while doing some stuff at the Comics Lounge. Well, make oh, sure you let us know because we want to come down and see you. Ooh, Definitely, we would love that. Do you have any date for the Comics Lounge? Not yet. We're still trying to... We're, okay. we're a bit hustless. You know how hard I am to respond to emails. I so know, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you're right. No, we, we were crook too. I had COVID yeah, and all that I other stuff. I know you're poor thing. It was unbelievable. Now, just one, one, one thing I've got to ask you. Can you you just asked me the last can, question. Why no. do you get to ask the last question? <laughs> I should question. get last. No, I want to ask you one after him. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Mandy Nolan's, she, uh, she teaches comedy, right? Yeah. Can you teach comedy? I mean, at, uh, like stand-up no. comedy, is it something or you got to have it? Can you teach like, it? It's like an actor, you know? It's either you have it or you don't have it or I don't know. Is it? I think you can teach, you can certainly teach someone how to write comedy. Yes. You know, you can teach them, you can teach them a, a premise and a setup and a punchline, you can teach them, because there is, you know, there's there's quite a science behind writing a gag and getting that tension with the audience and all of that sort of stuff. So you can certainly teach that. You can't teach, uh, you can teach them some timing, you can teach them mic techniques, you can teach them techniques not to be nervous. But what you can't teach them is that kind of X factor that yeah. people need, that likability on stage, that has to come from them. Yeah. See, so yeah, yeah. there is a portion that you can teach. I do believe that. Yeah, well, I've got no problem here. I should have no problem getting up there. Well, so you've got to get up. You've got to, he's, he's, got, he's got material. I mean, it's not yeah. that good, but he's got material. But he should just <laughs> get up there and do it like you, Alan, yeah? Mm. Totally should. Totally yeah. should. Put it on your bucket list. Well, oh, yeah. he doesn't drink or do drugs, but one night I think I might just give him a couple of shots and just push him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe at your show when you come down to Melbourne. I just support you, yeah. 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 Or maybe a couple yeah, of months. Show up for us. Yeah. Maybe I'll come out after you when the when the when, when the, everyone's gone. Yeah, when, when everyone's gone, you just get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. But anyway, Alan, thank you very Thanks. much for appearing on our show. I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. I was bragging to Tanya and everybody that we're going to get you on. Yeah, and finally oh, we did. Lovely. Well, thank you for having me. It's been really nice. I'm I'm glad that we we well, finally we it, got yeah. you. Yeah, and we're twin twin twins, aren't we? Because yeah. both no, our, both our twins were nine weeks prem. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Big Ed for Alan Briggs. Big Ed for Alan Briggs. Good luck, Dad. Alan Briggs, what a legend, mate. Oh, he opened for Arch Barker. He's a lo- mate, I love Arch Barker. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Parker, mate. He's that American or no. Canadian, whatever he is. No, I think he's English. Is he? No, he's oh. not. He's got an American accent or a Canadian accent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we should ask her. Oh, okay. Might be able to call her back. Yeah, we'll call her back later. <laughs> so what? You just stopped talking then. <laughs> you laughed and then you just stopped talking. All right, is that it? That's is that it, it? That's it. That's All it. All right. Show. Yeah, we're very excited. What a great show. But anyway, yeah. I've got to go home. I'm starving, mate. I'm starving. Hungry? Yes, lady. Oh, hungry, you are. Yes, yes, yes. I'm making all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and don't forget, if you like the show, to subscribe yep, via yep. Apple, Spotify, yep. YouTube, Podbean. Share it around. Wherever you hear your podcast. Yeah. Um, that's it for us on this show. Oh, I've got um, a really good guest coming up in the next couple of weeks. Who we got? Not telling you. Oh, really? Place footy precedent. Not saying Ooh. anything else. Ooh. All right, let's go. James Hurt? No, not talking. Not saying anything. <laughs> just, just mate, you're lucky we had Alan Briggs because she's a bloody legend. Oh, today. yeah, I know. Yeah, they bloody twins in there. I've got twins. Twins. Oh, and me and Ellen are twins. All right, that's enough now. All right, okay. I'm Tony Shumper, Alf, no, no. And I'm the minigun. Tony Shumper, Alf, 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 All right, I'm not going to do it see again. you next time on Shumper.